All right. We made it. <laughs> We're here. What's up, everyone? What's up, people? Happy Wednesday. Nope. Sunday. <laughs> Happy any day of the week that you're listening to this. This is show. Oh, yeah. See? Not everyone's going to listen on Sunday, Michaela. Happy day. Happy day. Happy day, everyone. Happy day. And welcome back to Unfiltered. This is episode six. And let's talk about regrets. Thank you very much. I came up with that. So copyright Kim. Okay. So yeah, welcome back. We are going to start as per usual by, as per usual, we've done this for like, this is the second episode. (laughs) All right. Well, as per the new usual, we're going to start by answering the question for Queens from last week, but I'm going to restate the question now so you remember, and then I'll go over the answer. So the question is, you have 1,000 bottles of juice. One of them contains poison and one tastes bitter. How do you find the one that's poisonous in the smallest number of sips? Okay, so the answer is 10 sips. And now I will explain this, okay? So if you have 1,000 bottles and one out of the 1,000 is poisonous, you take a single drop from 500 of the bottles, so half the bottles, put it in like a new container or whatever, and take a sip. And if that new bottle that has a drop from the fi- from the 500 bottles tastes bitter, you know it's one of those 500. And if it doesn't, you know it's one of the other 500. And then you repeat the process for 250 of the bottles of whichever side tasted bitter, 125, and so on and so on. And you end up with a total of 10 sips. And that's how you find the exact bottle that has the poison. So Damn. Microsoft, there you go. Damn, damn, damn. That's insane. Well, uh, about to hit you with another insane question. Another. This one is freaking confusing, okay? (laughs) It really is. Michaela and I will just sit there like, wait, 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 hold on. Wait, wait, what? (laughs) No, really. Even when we explain the answer next week, we're probably going to do that. Yes. I just, we want to warn you ahead of time that we're definitely going to stumble. So just bear with us. Okay, take it away, Kim. Yes. So, okay, the question is short, but it's very hard. You have one four-minute hourglass and one seven-minute hourglass. How can you time nine minutes exactly? Exactly. Like precisely. Like accurately. Accurately. (laughs) Oh, man. You can rewind if you'd like, but there is your question. Good luck. Do not look it up. And Alex, I expect you to get the answer. Yes. Thank you to our loyal listener. <laughs> yes. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. So cool. Answer that question. Good practice for those interviews. And what are we talking about today, Kim? We are going to talk about our regrets from undergrad or like even now too. I don't know. I guess not, right? Just undergrad. Um, actually, the regrets from the moment I was born up until now. Perfect. This is actually going to be a five-hour podcast today. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyways, yeah. So let's talk about regrets. did no um but seriously we're gonna be talking about our regrets 
that we have from our undergrad experience after, you know, having graduated and reflecting on our time there, there are a few things that we kind of regret doing or regret not doing. Mm -hmm. So we're going to discuss that a bit. And yeah, I just want to say though, before we begin, don't live a life full of regrets, but it's okay to reflect on your past and try Mm -hmm. to improve for the future. It's all about learning. Yes, exactly. Also, I personally feel like I have more regrets because of coronavirus, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Because like school ended early, then I was like, damn, I wish I'd done all the rest of this stuff, which I probably wouldn't have done even if we had those three extra months of school. But <laughs> I don't know, because that was my problem was that I specifically planned my schedule so that I would have a super easy spring quarter so that right. I could have time to do all the things that I didn't do my first three years. And then literally that spring quarter, I had all this extra time because I planned, but then I was yeah. at home doing nothing, yeah. <laughs> playing yeah. Club Penguin. So, But on the bright side, with all that free time Michaela had and all the free time I had, we started True. this podcast. We, we would picked up a bunch here. of hobbies. <gasps> yeah. Wait, you know what? Can I find that thing I sent you that like I really liked? Yes. Okay. So as we're talking about that, I found this post on Instagram the other day that I sent to Kim because I really liked. So while we're talking about regrets, it says, if this pandemic never happened, this version of who you are right now would have never existed. So there's your little inspirational quote for the day, because as much as quarantine and everything sucks right now, and we feel like we're missing out on things, especially in our mid young 20s, like it's sad, but at the same time, we wouldn't be here today. So you're welcome, everybody for blessing you with unfiltered. (laughs) Yeah. You're welcome, everyone. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, back to the topic at hand. Okay. Regrets, regrets, regrets. I feel like I have so many, but I also agree that it's not bad to have regrets. It's like a good learning experience. So even though we're going to talk about a few, like quite a few of them, that's okay. And like, we both kind of, we've thought about this a lot, sure. And like reflected on it a lot. So it's fine that we have all these regrets. Like we're not complaining, I guess, in this episode. We're just trying to potentially give advice for anyone if they're listening who is just starting college or literally any point in your life. So then it might change your mindset. So that's all all our our goal is here. But maybe if anyone's listening to this, you can learn from our experiences and from our mistakes and Mm -hmm. do differently. So, okay. Our first regret we have hinted on a lot in our (laughs) other episodes. So we're finally going to dive into that. Although there's not that much to say. I don't know. It's kind of straightforward. But we both obviously are in STEM or in engineering, which... Yes, it's stereotypical to say that like engineers study all the time and work really hard, but also Mm. it's true. So yeah, um, it is like a lot of work. That's not a lie. But we both agree that we definitely studied too much, which like that that is that is a thing. We didn't do anything else because we studied so much. Like we didn't. I think by our third year, we kind of had a little bit of a change in mindset. Our first two years, for sure, we like literally the only like fun memories we have really of doing fun things is like random stuff that would happen in the dorm because we were all there. But like we never went and did stuff because we were just always studying. And like this is a hard one too because I'm in no way saying that. So me and Michaela and our other roommates, Michaela was the only one out of all of us to go to a party uh, first year. And she only went one time. One time. And none of us went to a party second year. And I'm in no way saying that going to a par- parties or bars makes your yeah. college experience memorable or fun. It's just Like you that, can do like, other things. It doesn't have to be that. 
But exactly. But we didn't do those other anything. things. We didn't do those like other we, things or go to parties. Like yeah, like we hung out with each other. We all became best friends first year and second year. Mm-hmm. We had a great time. But all of us agree that we don't even remember what happened our second year because yeah. those were when like we were actually getting into the hard classes, all of us were getting involved in stuff. And like, we just didn't, don't have that many fun memories. But going more off of this and turning it into a learning experience, now that I'm in grad school, obviously my education is very important to me. Otherwise I wouldn't be in grad school, but I, I've taken what I did in undergrad and I'm finally learning to prioritize my mental health, my physical health, which I didn't really do And I feel like that's common for a lot of college students, especially like not knowing how to take care of yourself health wise, both physically and mentally and like either going too far and like you have all this freedom and you're partying all the time and not studying enough or going the way we did and studying way too much because it's college, it's new, it's hard and you're really stressed out and want to do well. And then not finding a balance of like taking care of yourself and not obviously we're saying that you regret not doing fun stuff but before any of that like studying too much can hinder your own health too so it's like we didn't work out like freshman year at all we went to the gym like maybe once every two months like we weren't very active like I guess we played intramural volleyball but that was once a week for like a month or two months yeah a month or two months during the quarter like we were not very active. We were stressed all the time. Like, especially because it's, like I said, your first year from away from home, like there's other reasons there there can be stress, whether it's yeah. homesickness or the change a breakup. of lifestyle, a breakup in Kimberly's case, like whatever it is, like there's so many other forces aside from school that can lead to unhealthy like habits, yeah. both physically and mentally. And so then add studying on top of that in our case, and then not prioritizing anything else like yeah, looking back, I totally agree with you that our health should have come first. Yeah. I think of college students, though, at least of like the stereotypical college students. Oh, we, we were definitely like, healthy. Like, yeah. It's not like we were, none of us really had like freshman 15 because we weren't like yeah. working out and we're only eating shit or anything like that. But we definitely could have treated ourselves better. Yes. Yeah. The other thing is, this is such a hard conversation to have because we also don't want to say like, don't study, like just yeah. have fun the whole time, you know? So like there's, just such a fine line and you really there's have a balance to, there's a balance yeah and there's a really fine line that you have to find and that can take experimentation like you're not gonna start college it's not gonna be an overnight change but mm-hmm. you can like at least be aware of it and try to look for that balance and that balance is going to be different for everybody too so it's a really hard conversation to have because there's not an easy answer but from our right. experience we did not do anything but study so I don't know but I I will say a piece of advice If you're trying to like balance out your life, something that I've been doing recently is that I put or I write on a paper, there's 24 hours in a day. Mm -hmm. I, and then I write things that I want to prioritize first. So sleep eight to nine hours, Mm -hmm. class three to four hours, studying blah, or like however many hours and then exercise, blah, blah, blah. So write down things. And obviously there's only 24 hours in a day. So try to fit it all into that schedule. Yeah. And you will find that there's actually definitely time to have fun, Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself and to do well and be successful. So, yeah. Okay. The other thing I want to say is a little bit controversial though, that I want to bring up. So Mm -hmm. I think you'll agree with me also is that this is also a hard conversation to have, because if I'm honest with you, I would also say that Obviously, studying is important and you need to do well in school, especially in engineering to get a good job. But at the same time, school isn't that important. Like, I don't know (laughs) how to say other than that. Like, I feel like especially like I was Kim and I were both the same way. Like in high school, we were like the straight A kids 
Yeah. It's always working hard, like being the leaders in the projects, like this, that typical always studying kids. And that transferred over into college for me, which is great. I think that's a good mentality to have better than the opposite. But at the same time, I felt so much pressure to do well and get straight A's in college. And I think that was because I did so well in high school. I expected the same for myself in college, but an A in college is not the same as an A in high school an A in high school, right? Yeah, like it's so much harder. It's so much harder, which not trying to scare you either, but it's a different level. And so getting a B or a C sometimes is okay, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, if we hold ourselves to these standards, the same of coming like from high school, that can be dangerous too. And so it's okay to not be perfect. And like, obviously certain, like in engineering, like my job specifically, you have to have above, above a 3.0 to even be considered for the job. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. So if you have below that, then you're kind of screwed. And in engineering, that all across all of engineering, that's pretty true. Above a 3.0 is pretty important to get an engineering job. But you also don't need to have a 3.9. You know, like obviously that right. looks good, but above a 3.0, beyond that, a lot that matters is how you learn, your personality, how the interview goes, all that kind of stuff to be able to get a job if you're taking the industry route. So you don't need to be that perfect 4.0 student to do well in life. Um, and so... All I'm trying to say, I guess, is like, obviously studying is important, but it's not the most important thing. College is a once in a lifetime experience and Mm -hmm. it's only four years, which sounds like a long time, but it really does fly by. And so it's also important to prioritize making memories and having experiences during those four years and not just studying your butt off the whole time. Yeah. That's what I feel like I missed out on. I feel like I didn't fully live the college experience. Right. Like we didn't say yes enough. Exactly. Exactly. Like I wish... I had said yes more. And so we tried to do that a little bit more senior year, but we still got caught up in it, which is hard. Like it's not an easy answer. Classes pick up, especially on the quarter system. Like it's 10 weeks of things zoom. And like, if you fall a week behind, you're screwed. So it's it's hard, but there is a balance and you just need to figure out what that is for you. There is one more thing I want to bring up about this. Then we'll move on to the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Back to what I was saying earlier about having expectations for yourself, especially if you are similar to us and like working really hard and studying a lot in high school and getting straight A's and coming to college. I was having this conversation with one of my other friends. So shout out to her. Um, But she brought up something that I hadn't really thought of before that I thought was really interesting. And when I brought this up to Kim, she agreed. But um, she said in her experience, and I would agree that there is... For whatever reason, there is sometimes a greater expectation of girls than boys. Like if a girl gets a C, that's way worse than a guy getting a C. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why that like mindset exists. Don't you, do you agree? Like if like it's expected that, that girls, especially in engineering are going to like study really hard and get A's and then, and, and that's like the equivalent, a girl getting an A is like the equivalent of like a guy getting a B. No, yeah, I definitely agree with you, dude. And I think honestly, a lot of it stems from the fact that girls feel like they need to prove themselves, especially in yeah. engineering or, you know, just STEM in general. STEM, yeah. Like we, we just feel like we need to be better so that right. they'll accept us. Accept us. I, I agree with that. Yeah. But I thought it was really interesting when my friend brought that up because I hadn't thought about that before. But when she brought it up, I realized I was like, wait, so it's For interesting. Sure. If anyone has any thoughts about that, let us know because I'm intrigued by that. I'm sure there are studies like sociological studies that have been Probably. done on topics like this um, Probably. and also involving like people of color or immigrants, you know, different things like that. Depending mm-hmm. on your socioeconomic status, you're going to feel like you have to perform a certain way that's true yeah 
and there's different standards. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting talk topic to me. So I'm curious if anyone has anything to say about that, but all right, what else we got? Regrets, regrets, dude. I think one of my biggest regrets when attending UCI, sorry, (laughs) is that I, I mean, this is such like a first world problem and And very specific to yeah, very specific to our area. But uh, my boyfriend and a lot of other people I knew or know, they lived in Newport Beach while attending UCI. And Newport is only like a 10 to 15 minute drive from UC Irvine. So a lot of students live there, especially in their older years, just because it's on the beach. You can get a really nice house close to the beach and just have a grand time. And I think that's just a regret of mine, just because I feel like I spent a lot of my time inside. I was either in class, I was in the lab, I was at my internship, at my other job, or like, just it was nighttime already, you know what I mean? So just like, not living there and not being able to go to the beach and not just being outside and being around that scene. I don't know. It's just because I, especially now I regret it because I I love my university. I'm so thankful for the program I'm in, but it is more inland and the area is a lot more dry. So when I look out my window, everything's like brown, which you have donkeys outside your window. I know they're really cute. Um, (laughs) Oh yeah. I moved everyone. I moved over (laughs) the the weekend. (laughs) It was so stressful, but yeah, and now everything in front of me or in front of my house is like brown and I just am not around enough green. Yeah. And I guess also mostly it's like the idea of living in Newport with your closest friends. Yeah, that's what I was going to so say. Cool. I think like you rent a big house and have like four or five, six people living there. And yeah. it, actually we did the math because we actually looked at doing it at one point and it would have yes. been cheaper for us to do that than to live in the apartment that we did. It's in the tiny small apartment. So yeah, because Michaela and I, um, we were having troubles with this one roommate that mm-hmm. we were living with, and we were looking, like, legitimately looking at we other were, options to yeah. move out. But yeah. I guess it's good we didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because then we would have been home after. But yeah, I mean, like, we both had valid reasons for like not doing it. Is it, it was like we only had one car between the two of us, and then you yeah. got your car, and that was like halfway through the years. So then it was like, do we move? And then it was complicated. And then it was like, we'd have to find new roommates yeah. and we'd live with the same people for so long. It was like, we had our reasons, but at the same time, I wish we'd just been like, fuck it. Like yeah. we're doing it. It doesn't matter. This is going to be an experience because yeah. it's just such a, it's such a vibe. And it's like a thing a lot of seniors yeah. do at our school. I don't know how else to describe it. I feel like that's a thing though. Like there are People rent houses together like senior year yeah. at other universities and stuff too. It's not just us. Ours just happened yeah. to be in Newport Beach. But yeah. I really wish we had done that. I, I agree with you. So I just get so annoyed at Andrew when he's like, yeah, back in my third year, like I pull up to blah, blah, blah. We would go to Woody's and I'm just like, shut up. You know, I didn't have that experience. Why are you rubbing it in my face? True. I feel like to be honest also, like again, not that partying and going to bars is like the only way to do college, but if we'd lived in Newport, we probably would have gone out a lot more too. Oh, for sure. Literally right there. Like you can walk, yeah. like we have to Uber for 25 minutes and pay like $30 each way. So uh, yeah. man, it's okay. But I have other regrets too. One of mine was, this is quick, but coronavirus made me realize this and it's a life lesson for myself too. But you know how they always say like, don't wait to do something that you really want to do um, mm. because you don't like tomorrow's not promised kind of thing. And like yeah. that, <laughs> was kind of what happened for us, obviously, with the last three months of school. So I had a whole, Kim and I both had, we mm-hmm. made them together. 
But we had like, like these huge bucket lists of things to do in college. And mine probably has like 25 things on it. And I think I checked off like three <laughs> in my four years. Yikes. And part of that was I was studying so much. And so I kept being like, oh, I'll do it next year when I have more time. Oh, I'll do it next quarter when I have more time. When I should have yeah. just been like, nope. Like I'm saying yes to doing this and we're taking this Saturday instead of the extra five hours I was going to study or whatever it was and doing, getting these things stripped off. So that was one of my regrets anyways, was not completing it. So maybe one day we will go back to campus and complete all those. Honestly, not maybe. I want to do that. I don't care if I'm 40 when I have to come back and do it. I'm chucking these things off my bucket list. Dude, I'll be in Southern California for the next five to six okay, years. Say, so. A lot of mine are things we were going to do together. So you better yeah. be there with me. So on my way, I'm already there. Oh, Okay. You're welcome. What else? Oh, so I guess I would say one of my last regrets would be something Kim actually did. So she can talk about her experience, but I did not study abroad in college. And part of that was, again, it's like, especially in engineering, it can be hard to find programs to study abroad. Although I feel like that's a myth. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't really realize how easy, not necessarily easy, but that it's totally doable. And so I didn't really realize that until you were going through the process. So you can talk a little bit about that. So that was part of the reason I didn't do it. And also I have a lot of like underlying mental health conditions, which we can get into another time. Um, But so for me, that was like a really big jump to go obviously across the world by myself for three to six months or however long you would study abroad for. Um, So that was another thing that held me back. And even though I had those reasons to not go, I wish that I had powered through that and gone because especially after hearing your experience and I have a lot of other friends who went, it really is like, oh, you can say you're going to travel later in life, but it truly is like a once in a lifetime experience from what I've heard. And so I, I really wish I had done that. So if anyone's thinking about studying abroad, take it from someone who didn't and graduated and regrets it and and do it. It's yeah. I've heard from friends too that it can be cheaper to study abroad than to stay yeah. on campus if you do it right. So you yeah. can talk about your experience a little bit if you want. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can definitely talk about it. Um, yeah, so Michaela was saying that it a lot of people think it's hard to difficult to study abroad as an engineer, and I'm actually planning on doing a whole YouTube video about this, but it definitely isn't. Like, if you're planning, especially because if you're in a field like Michaela's where it's mechanical engineering and a lot of people study that, it mm-hmm. is much easier than chemical yeah. engineering. So for me... Not saying the process was super easy, but it was easy in that I found a university to go to and I got to go in the middle of the year rather than summer. So I studied there for four months rather than only like six weeks. But um, where'd you go, Kim? I went to the University of Edinburgh in Scotland and I did you study abroad? Okay, yeah, I studied. Wait, I don't know if you know this, but I studied abroad. Oh, you studied abroad. Okay, so actually telling everybody that. Two for two years after she studied abroad, <laughs> like literally once a week. Oh, did you know? Like when I was in Scotland, when I studied abroad for four months, that I actually did this this one thing that like is completely normal and everyone does it. But she just has to throw in the fact that she did it in Scotland, studying abroad for four months. So, oh, did you know I actually lived in Scotland for four months and like made dinner every night? Oh, wow, Kim, that's so cool. Thanks so much. Oh, did you know I lived in Scotland for four months and studied abroad? Um, and actually, like, studied abroad in Scotland. Um, and I, like, studied a lot. Oh, oh cool, Kim. Cool. Shut so up. <laughs> Let me finish my story, all right? You know what? I was just flexing on the haters, and Michaela's a hater. It's fine. I am a hater. You it's because I'm jealous. It's because I'm jealous. Exactly. Um, I – oh, yeah. So just to touch on qu- briefly on what she said that 
Stop, you nut. (laughs) Studying abroad actually can be cheaper for some people. It was way cheaper for me. So in Europe, it's actually not common for someone to, or for people to share a room. Single rooms are very common at the university level. And so I had shared, or shared, I've, I've shared a room my entire life with someone. So I didn't really care. So I requested a shared room, which was significantly cheaper than the shared room I would have paid for in Irvine, like and three honestly, to $400 cheaper. Obviously I didn't study abroad, but honestly, especially if you're going someplace where you don't know, really know anyone, that's a way to meet people is sharing exactly. a room. So not only yeah. is it cheaper, but it can be like fun too, assuming yeah. you get along with them. But exactly. And I loved my flatmate. She was she was from Scotland. All this to say, everyone, if you are in science or engineering and you would like to study abroad, start early. Please try to do it. It can be cheaper than um, just regular regularly attending your university. And yeah. And I think that that you should really hit that point home of that. It, it totally is possible for an engineering student to oh, study. hundred percent. I was living by that myth. And especially after Kim's experience. And I have, like I said, several other friends who studied abroad that were engineers. Like, yeah. it is totally doable. And okay, maybe you have to work a little bit harder to find a university with your program. But there was a period where I was looking at them. And I remember, like, they have a pretty good system, mm-hmm. like an online portal and stuff that it, it makes it pretty easy to... Yeah. To find, you know, it's not like you have to spend all this time researching. So it's it's doable. I just want to hit that point home because yeah. I really do and, regret it. And yeah. Um, something that was really awesome for me was that I actually got ahead in my classes uh, compared to my classmates. So in Scotland, they were taking the same two classes that I would have had to take that fall quarter plus a class I was supposed to take in spring. So I took three chemical engineering courses that quarter or that semester and not to say anything bad about this professor at UC Irvine, but all of my class, all of my classmates hated that class. And I had a lovely time taking it in Scotland. And I was so glad I didn't have to take it with them because we were going through such a hard time in mass transfer that quarter. Um, So I was really thankful for that. And And I lived it up, made out with multiple like (laughs) European guys, like had so much fun, traveled yeah. all over. You solo traveled, dude. I did. You went yeah. by yourself on a trip. Like yeah. such amazing stuff that honestly, I'm really happy you got to experience because I feel like Thank it really you. was a life once in a lifetime experience. And yeah. I hope one day I get to do something similar, but it really will never be the same. So take it from me, study abroad and go yes. to Scotland for four months and then come back. <laughs> and never and annoy everyone. Never, yeah, and annoy everyone. Never shut up about it. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, yeah, so I'm sure there are more we could think of, more regrets, and we'll probably bring up other ones in future episodes, so don't be surprised. But that's all we're going to talk about for today. Hopefully, you guys found this helpful, and again, we're not complaining. We really are glad, like, we learned from these experiences, and just like Kim said, especially the studying thing, like, now that she's back in school, she learned a lot from her experience in undergrad, and so she can do grad school differently from learning from that experience, so we just hope you guys hear our stories and maybe can reflect on your life and your lifestyles um, and figure out what you want to do with your life in terms of that and or think about the future if you're going into college. And um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the biggest point to take away from this episode is that don't, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I had it written down, but then you changed the thing. Oh, Um, sorry. 
No, it's fine. Uh, what was I trying to say? End message. You should study, but you should also have fun and enjoy life. Well, okay. okay. <laughs> I thought I was going to be like super profound. <laughs> Listen, dude. The best advice doesn't have to be so eloquent, all right? <laughs> no, I'm just laughing because you were like, oh, shoot, I can't remember. Like, I need to read what I wrote. <laughs> I can't think right now. I haven't had dinner. What a hate. Okay. okay, anyways, Kim, what is the most important message out of all of this? The biggest takeaway is <laughs> I don't remember. I think it's um studying is important, but also have fun and enjoy life, everyone. I would agree with that. Thank you. Thanks for that, Kim. No problem. Anyways, um, thanks for listening to episode six of Unfiltered. We'll be here every Sunday. And now, as you know, we are officially on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. So listen, download, let us know what you think. Um, Spread the word. Rate us. Five stars only. (laughs) I tried to rate ourselves, but kept saying, yeah, it wouldn't accept it. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) Anyways, um, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll be here next week. And... My name's Kimberly. My name's Michaela. And And this this is Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Jesus Christ. Good night, everyone. Love you. Love you. (laughs) Good night. (laughs)